to the first episode of the Bonilla Roundup. I'm your host, Marco Bonilla. Today is Monday, October 12th, 2020. It's our first episode of the Bonilla Roundup. This is our first time doing a podcast, and we are both very excited. And um, I've been thinking about a podcast for a while now, and it's just been time that I've had where I wanted to make a podcast. So before we get into anything, uh, I wanted to break down the episode. So I'm going to introduce myself, um, and then my brother's going to introduce himself, and then... We're going to talk about what the podcast is about, um, we're gonna, and then we're going to get into our segment. So we're going to start by talking about the N- NBA Finals wrapping up, and then we're going to talk about the Yankees exiting from the MLB playoffs, and then we're going to talk about the NFL Week 5 results and reactions, and of course, recap the Giants game. Um, I'm going to in- introduce my brother first. And All right, how's it going, everybody? My name is Juan Bonilla, but uh, call me Boom, go by Boom. So I uh, grew up always loving sports. I'd say it's a big part of my dad's side of the family. A lot of New Yorkers. My dad's from the Bronx, you know, so big Yankees fan, big Giants fan. Unfortunately, we love the Knicks, too. That's the part of the package deal. But, uh, yeah, sports has always been a big part of our lives. We always played basically all the sports growing up. Real competitive family. I I like to say we got better the younger we got, and I'm the oldest of the three, and each sibling got better as the generations went on. And, uh, yeah, pretty much talk about all the things in sports that we love and our opinions on it, and we hope you enjoy your time with us and hope you have some fun. All right, so for myself, uh, I've I've always grown up loving sports. Um, Like my brother was saying, we were a very competitive family. My dad – taught us basically all the sports that we know so it's just something that we've always been immersed in um i grew up playing soccer basketball and baseball um those are my three sports all the way up until high school um and the teams i root for are all new york teams so i like the giants the yankees the knicks and the rangers uh all thanks to my 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 dad he born in the bronx so he has followed all these teams ever since he was he was a kid. But so moving on, um, what what our podcast is going to be about? So we want to talk about all the relevant sports that are in action, whether it's the MLB, the NBA, the NHL, or the NFL, whatever's hot at the moment. Um, we also want to talk about our favorite teams and what's going on with them. So I know that. The Knicks, there's not much going on with them because they have been the laughing stock of the NBA for well over 20 years now, and I'm 20, 21 years old. And More like 40 years, <laughs> if you want to be honest. But <laughs> I'm, I'm 21, and I've seen the Knicks win only two playoff games uh, or two playoff series. Um, yeah, so it's really hard being a Knicks fan, but I'm very faithful to them. So, But... Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the Yankees, what's going on with them, talk about the Giants. Um, I mean, Boom doesn't really follow the Rangers as much as I do, but I'll talk about the Rangers from time to time and talk about them. But without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, first segment, you want to start or you want me to? Yeah, I'll start it okay, up. So ahead. last night, LeBron James wrapped up his fourth NBA title, also claiming his fourth MVP in the process. What would you think of all the action last night? I mean, the Lakers just look like they were the most 
more dominant in all aspects, honestly. I mean, yeah. they they controlled I think it was the defense that stood out to me the most. They were they were all over the place and that led to a lot of easy buckets for them and then before you knew it they were up 30 points and yeah it got ugly fast i mean i feel like the heat overachieved the whole bubble no one expected yeah the shout heat out to the heat to being where they are shout out to jimmy buckets he did his thing you know always out there killing it you know talking trash i love to see it hopefully see another star go there next year join them that'd be fun to watch but it was cool to see lebron win his his fourth title, his fourth MVP, especially after everything that happened with Kobe this year. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. to Kobe. R.I.P. Kobe, man. It's tougher. I'm not even a – you know, we're Knicks fans and always loved Kobe, always had respect for him, the competitor he was and everything like that. So to see LeBron do it for Laker Nation was cool, I guess, as much as I don't want to see LeBron win anything. It was nice to see him do it for that town and that city and those fans and everything. They deserve it this year, especially everything going on with – COVID on top of it. It's been a rough year for everybody, so it's nice to see it. I mean, talking about the Heat real quick, um, not only were they a big surprise to everyone in the bubble, but their chemistry, incredible. Eric Spolster is doing a great job down there. I mean, like, it goes to show that he's a better coach than just LeBron. I feel like a lot of people just would say that the only reason they won was because they had LeBron and he wasn't really doing much, but it, it goes to show a lot different that he is doing good he can bring those can bring those young guys together and with a dog like jimmy butler out there yeah, i mean the sky's the, the limit he's, he's you know he fits he fit right in his first it's year. hard to say a like, lot of teams have said bad things about him. it's good to see it i mean i feel like it's just the right fit of guys together they're all got that same mentality right everybody has that chip on their shoulder i mean Anthony Davis, so I think he's LeBron's best teammate ever. I mean, Defensive Player of the Year, he just made the difference yeah, this year. Tough. I know LeBron that's won tough. MVP. He did. He yeah. He's the general. LeBron's the general. But without AD, he doesn't win this title. I mean, Yeah, no, I, facts, I, I agree with that. But, I mean, going back to the best teammate, I don't know. I think Dwayne Wade was, was yeah, his but guy. Dwayne Wade was a little – he was a little – I won't say I he mean, was he washed was, up. I know he was old. But his – his knees was hurting a little bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's not it's yeah, not that he was washed. It was just his, yeah. again, his, his body was breaking yeah. down. And, I mean, if you put Bri- prime D-Wade, then, yeah, he's his best teammate ever. But LeBron didn't play with that D-Wade. He wasn't playing with 32 a game D-Wade. That's, yeah. no, that, no, was no, that was early D-Wade yeah, with right, Shaq, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, it, I mean, it is definitely cool to see uh, like a big man as dominant as Anthony Davis with LeBron James because he complements LeBron's game on another level because LeBron was always, you know, driving to the hole and and either putting it up or kicking it out. But now he's got a guy in, in Anthony Davis who has handles like a guard, honestly, and he's just one of the best players in the game. But now, credit to the Lakers. I mean, they really fought hard. But personally, I think, you know, if it wasn't for the Clippers losing to the Denver Nuggets. Ah, but that's not their problem. No, that's I, not the listen, Lakers' no, problem. No, I get that. I get that. I get that. But Clippers got to go out there and execute, you know. Right. No, no, no. And and trust me, the Clippers looked way over Denver. There's no reason why they shouldn't have beaten them. They were the way better team. But, like, in my opinion, I think Clippers kind of got out coached. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but what I'm saying is their team was built to take down LeBron's team. Yeah, like Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Montrezl Harrell. They have big guys. Uh, Lou Williams, Pat Bev. Those guys are all competitors. You know what I'm saying? 
Kawhi should have known that the West is no joke, though. Yeah. He was in the oh, West yeah. for his whole career. You know, yeah. it's a lot different of a ball game yeah. out there in the West. Compared They're to the East. One through eight, honestly, would probably be a top three seed in the East almost every year. You know, I mean. Yeah. No, I know. Put all those teams in the East when you're playing those Eastern Conference teams, those wins rack up. I mean. No. So, Lakers win the 17th championship in franchise history. Ties them with the Celtics. I mean, Ooh, that's. Huh. Ten behind our Yankees right now? Yeah. Keep them away. (laughs) Um, So, I have a question for you. Is this LeBron's most challenging title? Most challenging title ever? Yes, out of of all of them. No, I'd say his first one was his most challenging. Yeah, I mean, all the pressure, everything building up, I feel like. This Lakers team, we knew if they weren't if they weren't playing the Clippers, they were gonna win. Everybody knew that yeah, already. Right, right. Especially no Kevin Durant on the Nets, yeah. no Steph Curry or Clay with Thompson with the Warriors. Everyone kind of knew if it wasn't the Clippers who were gonna take down the uh, Lakers, that the Lakers would win it. Right now, the Celtics are good. They're young, so I mean that kind of takes them out of the equation. The 76ers, Ben Simmons got hurt. I mean that plays a big factor. They could have. With Embiid and Simmons, they they you never know in a series how that could have gone. But without Simmons, they had absolutely no shot at all. But uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't know. I feel like LeBron. I feel like even he. I read I read some quote. Even he said it. Thirty five year old him smokes twenty seven year old him in one on one every day of the week. And I feel like he's just a he sees the game differently. He's basically a coach out there on the court during the game. You know, he sees things on another level. His, his experience is just out of this world. He's been in the, what, NBA since he was 18. He's 35, 17 years. It's, it's a long time. It's a long time. He basically grew up body, in the right. league. So you know? to answer that question, I think his – I don't think this was his most challenging title. I mean, I get, I get you know, going to the bubble. You're away from your family. You're playing um, – on a different schedule, I mean, I understand that that in itself is a challenge, but I think his comeback against the Warriors is by far his far his hardest challenge he's had. I mean, that team was basically, you know, one one game away from losing, yeah. and they come back and they gave it to the Warriors. But oh, I'll, also, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, at the end of the game, J.R. Smith <laughs> shirtless <laughs> before the game ended. <laughs> Typical J.R. Smith right there. Yeah. And how about Quinn Cook getting left at the arena? I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, yeah. No. (laughs) That's hilarious. He had to tell him to to come back to make a U-turn and pick him up. (laughs) Those guys must have been so drunk off of that champagne. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't see the interview with Kuzma? He said, I think he said something along the lines of, I'm a little drunk right now. I don't know what's going on or something like that. I had a good laugh out of that. So I have a question for you. Where does LeBron fall on the GOAT talk now? Do you oh, think gosh. he's surpassed MJ? We can, we can make a whole podcast about this. Level this level the playing field with MJ, or do you think he's still right below him? No, I don't think that it has really lifted him over Michael Jordan. I think it's big for him to win this title, you know, for his sake, for his legacy. But when I look at LeBron in the finals, I see that he's four and six. I mean, granted, he's been to 10 NBA Finals, which is impressive in itself. He's, I mean, you. this is like one of the most argued debates in sports in history. But, I mean, when it comes to winning, Michael Jordan has is like 
mountain. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think LeBron, I mean, it definitely moves him closer. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I just feel like Michael Jordan has the edge over him because whenever you think about Michael Jordan, you think about winning. Yeah. And you think about how he was in the clutch and always hitting the shots. And not to say LeBron James is in a clutch because he has hit some big shots, but their style of game is so much different. Now, LeBron James as an athlete, all day better than Michael Jordan. Athletically, like I can, I could argue that all day. But Michael Jordan did play pro baseball, though. I yeah, mean, no, 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 I, I agree. I'm just messing around. But yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, <laughs> I don't think LeBron will ever surpass uh, Michael Jordan as the goat of all time. I mean, it's just. It's just Michael Jordan. People still wait in line for hours and pay three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars for his shoes, and he hasn't played in twenty years. You know, yeah. it's the the impact that he has on the culture of the NBA, and I feel like it's bigger. He's the goat for more than just basketball reasons. Like, yeah, he was a great winner, but you got Bill Russell. He got what ten championships. So I mean, it's hard to say yeah. championships mean you're the goat. Yeah. But I feel like it's a combination of impact and how well he played and how he didn't lose once he got there. Never been in the game seven in the NBA Finals. Right. He's only played six. Right. So it's like he closed the series out. I mean, he did play all those teams in the '90s. He was going through Bird and Magic. NBA, NBA legend. legend. Yeah, he couldn't he couldn't get past him when he was younger, and he had to bulk up that weight. And once he did that and got got those extra pieces, I want to say Horace Grant. That's when they got their first couple, and then after that, they got Rodman. And yeah, yeah. They, I mean, like I said, I don't LeBron. I think he's a physically more talented basketball player. I wouldn't say better than Michael Jordan, but more talented. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's faster. He could rebound. He's a better statistical shooter than Michael Jordan is. So, but I get what you're saying. L- listen to this. I just got a notification on my phone. LeBron James dismisses goat debate, and quote he says, "Y'all can do the debates." Unquote. That's what we're here for. That's that, why. That, we're ta- <laughs> that's why. That's why we're talking about exactly, it right now. Exactly. Because I know he could care less. Yeah. But as fans, this is what. This is oh, what you he love ca- to talk about. He cares. He wants to be the best of all time. That was the label. It's he's gonna play it off like he doesn't care, but I mean he he wants to at least be in the conversation. Right. When and it's all said is. and done. And I feel like he's okay as long as he's in that conversation. Like I mean it's you, you if you look at his stats, not just in the regular season, but postseason too, he's he's de- I mean, I don't know for a fact, but he's on pace to break Chamberlain's record. Uh, I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record for points. For points. Yeah. And, and he might end up being the highest rebounder of all time. And, and, and assists, um, yeah. maybe. Well, no, not assists, because Stockton's got, like, I think he's got him beat by, like, two 2,000 still, Stockton. But playoffs, though, I mean, this man has every category. Edic- every category, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's just different. I don't know. But it's definitely fun to talk about because, I mean, if you grew up in that time when I, I – I'm too young. I never watched Michael Jordan play live, but if you grew up in that time when, like, you get to see, when you got to see Michael Jordan and LeBron James play, I feel like you get a whole you have a whole different. See, I caught jo- I caught I mean? Jordan at the end when he was older, right? For right, the Wizards, right. I was a little kid when he was on 
the the Bulls. The only right, reason I love Michael Jordan at the time was because the Space Jam. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's why I, you know he's in the Disney movie. Right, so right. I knew who he was and how great he was from an early age, mainly because that movie. I thought he was a superhero. I mean, that's the way they portrayed, portrayed him, it in right. the movie. And growing up and watching the highlights, it's like, wow, this guy is a real life superhero. So I mean, like I said, I feel like with Jordan, the goat debate, it's just bigger than basketball it's just the culture of the impact just the impact he had on all ways of life he just changed everything about the nba yeah to kobe to lebron they all want to be like like mike Mike. yeah you know he changed everything okay i don't think it'll ever be another all right so moving on from the lakers and the finals uh Let's, let's get into the Yankees and the postseason oh. for MLB. Uh, what a what a disappointing finish to the season that was. I mean, oh, <laughs> another back-to-back years, solo home runs. Not to end the game this year. It wasn't a walk-off, but it might as well should have been. Bottom eight. They only had three outs in the next top of the inning to score. And so, I mean, we did have the meat of the order up. So for our listeners who – don't know what happened. The Yankees were in the AL Divisional Series against the Tampa Bay Rays, division rival, and they lost in a five-game series. Uh, Tampa won three games, and the Yankees won two, and it came down to a game five on Friday night. But that was that was one of the most stressful games I've watched in a while. Um, I do think playoff baseball is, even with no fans, is something to watch, but but getting into the game, I mean, Garrett Cole really pitched a stellar game for being on short rest. Yeah, and, three days rest. And pitching six solid innings, giving up giving up only one run. I mean, you really can't ask much more he for, only a, made for one, outing. He only made one mistake. And that was, and that, it. Yeah, right. that was it. And Tampa Bay is pitching Glassnow on two days rest. And I get it. I get why they're doing it. He's he throws He throws hard. And they wanted him to face the top of the order. And 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 that's what he did. He came in. He got his two innings. Judge smacked the ball at for a home run early in the game. I thought that was pretty big. But I mean, I kind of felt like after Judge's home run that we that the Yankees bats were going to get going. Yeah, they seem they seem to rely on Cole a lot. They thought maybe he would have lasted longer. I mean, but, but he did he, throw a gem. He got he got out of a situation where he had bases loaded in the first yeah, inning. Yeah, he had yeah. bases loaded and he didn't give up a single run. I mean, that's huge. But back to the Yankees hitting, I don't think that they showed up. I mean, if you're looking at the series for the five, um, for the five game set, John Carlos Stanton was definitely the best hitter on our team yeah, by far. I mean, what stinks with the Yankees lineup is they're either home run or right. nothing right. right now. So right. I mean, I feel well, like outside of DJ LeMahieu because yeah, that man of just, course he's he a just machine. Rakes. Yeah, he they need rakes. to just sign the contract, whatever he wants. Just let him write it down and yeah. just sign it. That's what they. That's need to another do. thing too. <laughs> if they, I mean, I don't, I don't know what they're the Yankees are thinking with him being a free agent this year, but they have to give him, like you said, whatever he wants. Yeah, I feel like it's a big issue for the Yankees, like. They hit a lot of home runs, yeah, in the regular season. But when they're off, they don't score any right. runs. And I this mean, has been the same thing right. for four years right. now. Right. We, even with Joe Girardi, it's it's nothing different. Yes, they score a lot during the regular season. But in the playoffs, when they verse these aces and elite right. bullpens game after game, they struggle when they no, don't hit home runs. They struggle to put runs across the board. I mean, I I understand it. Listen, it was 60 games. Yes, set. It, was, it was a weird season. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like – 
guys on We're the missing team. all our young, right. young good pitching that right. we have. Severino and Herman. Jordan Montgomery was basically hurt all year. But but for, for some guys, like 60 games, I mean, I don't want to say that's not enough time, but, I mean, 60 games, some guys are just starting to get into their hitting groove, and some, some relievers are just starting to pick up. But at the end of the day, the Rays came up with the victory. It, um, what, what, who, who hit it? Mike? Brazil. I don't, I don't even know. know his name. He was a pinch hitter first baseman who came in and – Oh, don't even get me started, man. Chapman again, back to back years, smiling after he give give up the home run, gave up the home runs. It's like, come and on, that, brother. And that, like, and that at bat, that um, you can't be smiling after you do that again, out. man. Like I get it. I don't know what what facial expression you expect them to have, but don't smile. Oh, it makes me so mad seeing him up there smiling after he gave up the home run. Outside of that run that he gave up, Chapman. The Yankees bullpen was pitching great. Yeah, they were all series Britain, they pitched pretty good. Britain was doing his thing. Um, so was uh, Chad Green. But like going into that series, I was a little skeptical with our relievers just because of how they played all season. I think they played well for given how poorly they played yeah, in the season. Because, right. I mean, we expected the Yankees. That was our strong point, at least. Was we thought we had Back, the best yeah, bullpen in yeah. baseball. I mean, when the season first is started. Is Adovino, did he get hurt? I think he's hurt. Well, no, or do no, they just he, not they, use they him they anymore? Just, no, no. Th- yeah, that's the thing. I, f- yeah. I think they felt more comfortable with putting in like a Chad Green yeah. to, to give them more outs than Adovino. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, Chapman didn't pitch until game five. That was his first time pitching all series. You know what yeah, I mean? Maybe he had too many days off. I don't know, but it so wasn't good. No Gary Sanchez. I was just going to get into that. Um, as much as I've defended this guy, I mean, you know, I've tried to defend him against you and our, our dad and kind of everybody because I've always looked at him as somebody who he's a streaky player, but he is one of the best hitting – He's a game breaker, too. You know what I mean? He's and, a game breaker. And there was a point, I want to say, back in 2017 when the Yankees were in the playoffs against the Astros. He came up big. Um, th- this is a year when the Yankees weren't even projected to be, like, that good. And they go all the way to the ALCS and force a game seven against the Astros. But I think it was game four. Gary Sanchez comes up to the plate, and he had two big hits. He hits a double that scored the two guys to tie the game up. And then he hit a home run to take the lead. I mean, but I understand. Listen, that's twenty seven. That was a long right, right, time right. ago. And <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to to defend him anymore in the sense that, you know, the past is the past. Right now, he is I, crap. He's crap. He can't hit the ball. He can't catch properly. I this kid, he. Uh, Kyle, I can't even pronounce his last name. Higoshiyasha. <laughs> I like to call him right. Higgy. I call him yeah. Higgy. Anyways, that guy. Kyle, our catcher, backup catcher, had a better freaking last month and playoffs than Gary did all season. I mean, it was just tremendous, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that Gary Sanchez is that good anymore. Maybe the MLB figured him out. They figured that you don't throw him strikes. He swings at a lot of bad pitches. He's an easy... Oh no! He's, I, an, he's easy an easy out, out. Right. for right, elite right, right, pitchers right. because they know they okay know. Right. he's gonna swing at these bad pitches and I mean I don't know if it's all in his head or it's maybe he mental man maybe he it's needs so much maybe mental. he needs a change of scenery 
I don't want the Yankees to give up on him yet. I feel like, especially if he's coming on a contract year, they might be able to get him for a lot cheaper than right. they they're originally kind of could have. A, they're kind of in a and good kind situation because yeah. he's in the farm system. So yeah. it's not like you have yeah. to rush to, you know. And I think I think I don't want to give up on him just no. yet because I think of he wants to stay. How high his ceiling is. Yeah. I mean, you you've seen his potential, bro. You you've seen you've seen when he's on. I've seen like, him hit twenty home right. runs and. 15 days. Right. Yeah, like, I've seen it. You know when he's on his game and when he's not chasing and when he's – when he, this is hitting, mind you. I mean, you could talk about his defense another time because he's, he's been pretty shaky at behind the plate. But anyways, they're going to have to make a decision with him because this kid Kyle is uh, – he had a great end of the year. I mean – He's not the long-term answer, no. though. I know him and Cole do good together, yeah. but – I think they got at least. Oh, I I mean I agree with you. I think they're gonna try to make it work. They need to make some shakeups because honestly, like I said, I feel like the lineup that they have. Yeah, they hit a lot of home runs, but they need some more guys who can just hit the ball. And I don't really know. I don't really know if there's is that guy out there though because everybody in the MLB now hits home runs. Nobody, nobody is literally every team now one through nine. They all rake. They all hit home runs. You know, if you're going to, if you're, I don't think there's a guy out there right now other than like a LeMayhew, which we already have. And I can't think of another guy right now out there in the MLB that can do everything when it comes to hitting. I love, you know, who I want. And I think he's a free agent, Francisco Lindor. Yeah. Get rid of Voight. Ah, man. See, I don't know about that. I don't know. Put DJ at first. Kleiber struggled that short this year, man. He yeah, needs to no, go back I, to second base. He I can agree, be a gold glove second baseman. I don't think he can be a gold glove shortstop. I th- I agree with Kleiber having a bad year at short, but I don't think they need to go after Lindor. I don't think that that is something that – And he's a lefty. He's a switch hitter. But anyway, but listen, they they I think they got a good first baseman in Voight. I think yeah. I think he's good, but you might be able to trade and get something for him because he's so young and he is that good. I think so you it think, sucks, but you're worried. So you think trading Voight away and getting Lindor is better, and sp- and paying Lindor by the way, because you're gonna have to pay him a shit ton. You're gonna of money. have to pay Voight too eventually. So it's yeah. you're it's either you're trying to bite the bullet now and win now, or I mean, or you can say, well, hey, this Yankee year, fan, I want them to win now. or you can say that, <laughs> hey. <laughs> This year, okay, it was only 60 games. Maybe let's try it again next year with this team. They might do that, or they might try and shake it up a little bit. I also think Aaron Boone's in the hot seat next year. It's, what, year five? Four. Four that he's been there. Going on four. Big big expectations. But my next question for you is, is Brett Gardner coming back next year? I mean, come on. How many more times are they going to sign him to a one-year deal? If he's cheap enough. Why not? Okay, but but hey, I don't I okay, don't man. want him taking at bats from Clint Frazier. He's going to though. I think Clint Frazier needs to de- he needs to be given the chance to develop. But properly. I I don't think it's I I mean we've we've seen it now for two years straight. Brett Gardner in the lineup is taking away from Clint Frazier t- being able to play all these games. Yeah, and I and he's don't a big get me wrong. Guy. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Don't get me wrong. Brett Gardner is our veteran. He's the only guy on the team now who had, who had, who was who was uh, on the Part of the World Series team. Yeah. Who won a ring, and his how like the way he plays in the playoffs is what you look for in in guys. You're not looking for them to come up to the plate and swing for the fences every every pitch. 
grinds out at bats, and that's something that you don't see a lot in these guys anymore. But I mean, if they're gonna sign Gardner, I don't think Frazier plays as much. I think it's just another freaking year of him like going in the same cycle. Yeah, because it for Frazier. Because He's yeah, a good young player. He, he would be a le- he would he would be a starter on most MLB teams. Most. So He's would so would a lot of our players. No, like I, right. Miguel Andujar. Right. I mean, just rotting away down yeah. there. I mean, yeah, Urshela. Yeah, I guess he can hit, but can he really hit when he's versing the elite pitching? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't think you could you just. Know? I don't think you could just point out Urshela because nobody hit the ball well in that series. No, I know. Nobody I hit the. I mean, Gleyber Torres had a big hit in Game Four. To yeah, he had a to, bad year in general win. too. Gleyber did. But also. Aaron Hicks, I mean, he wasn't hitting good. Um, we weren't really getting consistent at bats from Gleyber. You know, he never really got into his groove, but, I mean, time will tell. I mean, they – injuries struck them yet again, but, I mean, as a Yankee fan, it, for people who are listening, and you guys might think, like, oh, well, you guys got so many rings, you know. <laughs> I mean, you want to see your team win, you know. And every year. Every year. Like, there's, there's never not enough wins yeah. for your team but especially it's okay especially for the new york teams man and the media is tough man it's all it's tough to listen to and they talk a lot about it and oh yeah, i i, I think it's win. fun i think it's fun listening to people shit on the yankees all the time because it's like you know like i like think about it like someone who's 11 years old right now has never seen the yankees win a world series <laughs> like, so they don't like know kids don't really yeah, know like yeah. how dominant they have been so it's just like kind of funny when when you know somebody who's you know a kid like you know they've never seen the yankees win so they don't even know but you want to say anything else about the yankees or you want to move on? no let's move on from those bums okay. i mean Hopefully the Rays beat the Astros, and hopefully the Dodgers beat the Rays. Man, yeah, I, shout out to the Dodgers. Yeah. So, right, quickly, what's going on in, in the rest of the postseason? You got the Rays and the Astros. That's going on right now. And then um, Dodgers-Braves is tonight, game one. So I think right. I think a favorite to win still is the – well, now is the Dodgers. They, they, from top to bottom, have a really good lineup, and they can pitch. But you never know the Rays. I mean, they're hot right now. I think the Rays are going to beat the Astros. I'm pretty sure they're up 2-0 after tonight. Yeah. They were winning earlier when uh, I was watching. All right. So getting into NFL Week 5, it was uh, quite the weekend for Some big upsets a lot of teams. This weekend, yeah. Um, so we're going to start off by just talking about some of the I don't want to say boring games, but games that weren't as intriguing as others. <laughs> so let's start with the uh, Bucks Bears Thursday night. Um, Bucks go on the road to uh, Chicago, and the Bears pull out the surprising victory against Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't need a nineteen. I don't think anyone expected that to happen. I mean, the Bears, their defense is pretty good, but it's impossible to trust their offense. Yeah, I I mean, Nick Foles right now, starting for the Bears. Yeah, he's he the Brady killer 2.0 after Eli. Is. He's the Eli reincarnation, I guess. But, I mean, the Bears, I mean, from, from watching the game, they just they didn't really look like they should have won. They were kind of struggling on offense. I thought their defense kept them in it, and 
Tampa Bay didn't capitalize. Like they're they have enough weapons on that offense to be putting up thirty points a game. Yeah, Brady. Brady's seen this isn't the AFC East anymore. He's in the NFC now. These yeah. teams, even the bad teams, play defense in yeah. the NFC. They play teams tough, and they. So it's a struggle out there. You know, it's not a cakewalk how he had it for nineteen years. years. He was in New England. So, um, the Bears four and one. I think that's a joke. Yeah, I'm going to say the Packers are going to win the division. I don't even think the Bears are better than the Vikings, honestly. I think the Vikings have just had the hardest schedule of football to start the season. They're 1-4. I mean, two, well, two, oh, yeah, 1-4, I think. Yeah. Maybe 2-3. But, yeah, they – 2 and – yeah, maybe. But So, yeah, what, what, I don't like the Bears at all. What I was mean, pretty big in They played game. us pretty bad, so, yeah, yeah we they don't – Yeah, they don't look – no, I can't – no, the Bears stink. <laughs> so, what was pretty big in that Bucks bears game – and it, I, th- I think it was the topic after the game was Tom Brady ran a play at the end of the game. I don't, I don't know what fourth and whatever it was. He throws the ball, and it was like 30 seconds left in the game, and it was turnover on downs. And now he's looking around, Tom Brady looking like that fourth down, like didn't even know what down it was, and the Bears are ru- rushing off the field in celebration. But – I thought, that, old. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. And, and I the, didn't see. I heard about it. I I heard that he thought it was the third quarter or something like that. No he way. Was, yeah. But oh, that, brother. I might be wrong with that. I don't think so. So, uh, Texans Jaguars, big win for the Texans after firing their head coach and GM Bill yeah, O'Brien. That was how he had overdue. the GM job and the head coaching job is mind blowing to me. Yeah, it's like what what were the Texans? Texans thinking in it in general, you know, you got to have someone be able to hold them accountable a little bit, put some minds together. And if Bill O'Brien didn't prove enough that he deserved to be the head coach and the GM, he's what is he a Bill Belichick? Yeah. He you know? he was under his coordination, just like kind of every other. Yeah, guy and what did he do after since then? Nothing. Well, he was at Penn State for a little while. And what did he do there? They and were good though. They didn't win a national championship. Yeah, but they, they were they uh, were pretty good well, though. Yeah. Well. Okay, but anyway, Charlie Weiss, same thing. Texans get the victory against the Jaguars. Deshaun Watson was—he looked like him, his normal self. He was balling on another level. Him and Will Fuller have a pretty good connection. I mean, Jaguars after starting one and zero don't really look that good. I mean, they kind of have some weapons on offense, but outside of—I mean, I like Chark at wide receiver, but. Other than that, I think they're kind of in, like, the rebuild mode. I mean, Yeah, I would say Minshew is what we thought he was. He makes funny memes and <laughs> good to laugh at, but he's not a franchise quarterback. I mean, you he might so? be. You don't think oh, he's the guy not. In, in, no. in Jacksonville? No, he might be a journeyman at best, but he's not the guy, especially with the pieces that they have in place right See, now. I mean, I, no, I don't think I, so. I disagree with you. I think he's going to. I think if they were to put some more pieces around him, they'd be all right. Especially with the young quarterbacks coming in, and I feel like the young quarterbacks are in the league now. I feel like there's going to be a lot of jumping around teams in the upcoming years. Yeah. All right, so moving on. Let's talk about Bengals and the Ravens. Uh, Bengals went on – or Bengals were home against the Ravens, and the Ravens ended up winning that one. I think what the big takeaways was that one was Ravens offense is looking too much for Lamar to – Make the plays, make the throws, make all the runs. They're basically making him do everything. And I kind of think that that's not good. Yeah, it's a formula for disaster. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, it's going to win against the 
crap teams like the Bengals. Or not even just the crap teams. Just it's not going to win against the elite uh, uh, teams. Yeah, right. Especially, and I think they have to switch that around. Yeah, especially I don't personally. Lamar Jackson, I think, is an elite player. I don't think he's an elite passer. I feel like he's only going to go as far as his legs are going to take him. I mean, I last mean, year in the playoffs, I would say they did drop a lot of balls, but – I don't think he has it when it comes to arm talent. I think there's a lot of better quarterbacks in the league than him with arm talent. But when you put in all the intangibles and then his legs, we'll see. Anything can happen. He's a playmaker. He's dynamic. He's hard to stop. Yeah, I mean, as much as their offense was, you know, doing their thing for the Ravens, their defense looked pretty good, too. I think their defense is legit. They're definitely going to be able to – Make a run. I mean, they're definitely a contender. Oh, yeah, for sure. Contender. They're going to get better every week as each week goes on. I I mean, right. As long as they stay healthy, I expect to see them in the AFC Championship, if not the Super Bowl, honestly. Mm, Okay. Early Super Bowl prediction from Boom? I can't. Well, no. It depends. It depends. But the Chiefs and the Ravens, I think, are going to duke it out. But the Steelers could play spoiler. Who knows? Yeah. I don't want to jump around right now. Um, So what's the next game? Or you want to talk about this game? Still? Well, I just wanted to talk about Joe Burrow. Uh, he had some moments in the game when he looked like he looked a like a rookie. Yeah, he's you know. going against an elite defense. I seen some a clip I was watching earlier. He threw a, ba- a ball so bad over AJ Green's head. Yeah, and <laughs> AJ Green looked so mad. It was just an interception. He didn't even. He looked like he gave up on the play. He looked like he was oh so mad. But it's just a growing pains of a rookie in the NFL, especially in a tough conference yeah. this year. Um, okay. So, well, let me ask you this. What do you think about Joe Burrow as a player? I don't I don't know. It's hard to evaluate when you're surrounded by such crap. Right? <laughs> you know, I agree. It's, it's <laughs> same thing with Sam Darnold. Like, I don't know if he's horrible or if it's just because the Jets are bad, you know. It's, yeah. it's tough to evaluate. Okay, so moving on. Uh, Panthers versus Falcons. Uh, Panthers have won three straight. They win 23-16 final. Uh, Falcons just fired their head coach and general manager after starting 0-5. But we saw that coming. I mean, oh, yeah. they have it's blown. long overdue, yeah. though. Th- but yeah. especially this season. Like, the way they've the way the Falcons have lost this year, it's been. If I was the owner, they would have got one year after the Super Bowl <laughs> collapsed. And after that, that would have been it. Yeah, because, but, I mean, they're – their defense has fallen apart for sure. They've lost yeah. a lot of pieces, but they're Julio all Jones stink, can't stay healthy. Yeah, but besides him though, they have Todd Gurley, they have Calvin Ridley, they've got um, the Hurst tight end, they've got other Matt weapons. Ryan. Matt yeah. Ryan, I mean Matt he Ryan isn't a bum. He throws for three thousand yards a, season, a year per year. Yeah, you know it's not like he stinks, but um, I mean what also stood out to me too was Bridgewater. He, yeah, he, he looks, looks good. good. He looks good. He looks. I mean without McCaffrey, he looks like. He is balling. He takes him. He takes care of the ball. He doesn't turn it over. He, uh, yeah, he's a good game manager. He makes some throws. I definitely like watching him. So, so go ahead. You talk about. All right. So, uh, yeah, the Cardinals and the Jets. Cardinals beat up on the Jets. Uh, no Sam Darnold. Joe Flacco got his first career start since. Well, I don't know when. It's been a while. Yeah, I, though. I forgot <laughs> he was still in the NFL. Yeah, it's. Uh, the Jets surprisingly had a – it was it was close early, I believe, and then they just fell apart down the end. Yeah, um, I saw the, the Hopkins uh, 
DeAndre Hopkins caught like a 30-yard touchdown from Murray, and he just dimed him absolute oh, right yeah. on the shoulder. Yeah, between, lost him, and he yeah, got, he and he like got two cracked. defenders on him. Yeah, and he held on to it. That did me well in fantasy. I definitely enjoyed that catch. Yeah, I think I think the Cardinals are. I mean, their division is good. Yeah, their division is really good, and I yeah. think that once they once they make it to the end of the season, they're gonna be playing. In the in the playoffs for sure, yeah. One team that didn't do good from their division this week was the 49ers. They got blown out by the Dolphins, forty three. What forty three seventeen? Yeah, forty three seventeen. Yeah, in a Jimmy Garoppolo comeback game, didn't look good for the defending NFC champions. Yeah, I think they're. I mean, like everybody says, like a Super Bowl hangover. But not only that, I feel like the defense is very injured right now. Right, everybody's, everybody's hurt, hurt, and they're not the same team. I feel bad for them right now. But I mean, for the Dolphins to but put not up really. forty-three, <laughs> for the Dolphins to put up forty-three points against that team, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it was, uh, I was surprised by that for sure. Another good game this weekend: Steelers Eagles. Always good to see the Eagles get beat up on. Um, I think the steel curtain is back. Safe to say that defense is elite. First, yeah, first four and all starts since like the T- 80s. I think TJ Watt might be yeah. better than JJ Watt. And I, I agree, and that's saying a whole I lot. I mean, I think TJ. I mean, JJ might be a little bit better on the run. He's a bigger guy. Yeah, but he, he hasn't been DN. able to stay on the field. Well, yeah, he don't stay on the field, man. And how about that rookie, Chase Claypool? Four touchdowns. I know whoever didn't have him in fantasy was very upset, or whoever did have him in their money leagues are very happy because I'm sure he made some people some money. Uh, Big Ben is looking good, though, man, especially after the years before he was hurt, kind of. He didn't know what he had left in the tank, but I think he's out on a mission right now to prove that Brady's not the only one that's still out here doing it. Yeah, he's definitely on on the – older tail end of his career uh, career but no i think i think they're playing good their defense is balling their offense is in sync they actually have like receivers to throw the ball too and i think that was a question going into the season like outside of juju smith like because you know i mean he was he had a bad year last yeah. year so even you were questioning him right but so. outside of him like who's going to be the other guy to step up on offense and this rookie claypool looks really good and not to mention james connor is 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 a is a really good running back. As long as Big Ben doesn't shoot himself in the foot, right, like, right, kill it. I feel like he rides the defense. They could make some noise in the playoffs yeah. for sure. It's gonna, they'll be a tough out. I feel like having no fans changes everything this everything. year in the playoffs. So everything. no home field. I feel like home field doesn't matter as much as it did before. So being the one, two, three seed might not, you know, matter yeah. as much as it did before. Yeah. Well, that but, was. Uh, uh, Tough loss for the Eagles. I mean, they are in a division with the Giants as well, who are – Giants are 0-5 now, but go ahead. So another NFC East team, the Rams beat up on the Redskins. Whoa, which whoa, is whoa, whoa, Washington football team. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to be politically correct. Washington they beat up on the Washington <laughs> football team. Sorry, I forget still. I forget. If you, if you see on the notes, I, I scribbled out Redskins <laughs> in front of Washington. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, the Rams. Uh, I don't really like it. I don't really. I never really liked Jared Goff. No. I feel like why he, not? I feel like he doesn't make the spectacular throws that the Russell Wilsons and the Aaron Rodgers and the Mahomes makes down the field. Like he's a good dink and dunk and yeah, 
No, I, but I feel like saying. if you if you have a big enough lead on them, I feel like they're not a team going to sling the ball around. Exactly. You but don't have to worry about them coming back and beating you really. But I don't I don't really think to to contradict that. I don't really think, you know, he's in a system where the coaching is asking him to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, system. I, I, I mean, I could see that. I don't think they like, do have good receivers. Right, so. Cooper Cup and and Robert Woods. They are not the type of receivers that are on the field that are beating you down the seams. They run their slants and their and their other routes that that they get the quick first step and they're gone. You know what I mean? But I agree with you. Um, something I wanted to talk about, which was pretty pretty good to see, was Alex Smith coming back on the field. I thought that was pretty uh, cool to see. I mean, he almost lost his leg. Yeah, for people yeah, who see don't, him on the football field is amazing. Right. So for people who don't know, in tw- I think it was 2018, he before the Washington football team, they were the Redskins, and when he was playing for the Redskins, they he went for a rollout to the right, and I think someone fell on his leg awkwardly and compound yeah, fracture. Compound his fracture. Leg. He almost yeah. lost his leg. I mean. Infections and he, yeah, I think it was over. He had over 17 surgeries on his leg, something crazy. Like it, that. it was just great to see him back on the field, but also I, I saw like a video of his family in the stands, and his wife looked kind of nervous, like watching him play. Because I mean, but the Washington football team stinks, um, they're not winning anything. And back to the NFC East, they stink. But question for you are the Rams for real? No. Will they make it in the playoffs? Yeah, they'll make the playoffs, but they won't be a good team in the playoffs, no. Yeah, I, I, I kind of think the same. I mean, if anything, I right can see them the winning one game, but if if it comes down to it, I don't really know how, how they stack the up. Packers look good, I think, this Seahawks. year. Seahawks look good this year. There's some good NFC teams. I just don't see it happening. The team that's shocking me this year is the Browns, 4-1. Yeah, they're playing good. Big win against the Colts. They normally lose these kind of games. Yeah, I mean, I think what's pretty big for the Browns right now is, like, they're buying into what this coach is is giving them, you know. (coughs) Baker Mayfield, he's had so many question marks going into this year. Like, is, is is he the guy, you know, like, and then the media's making, making it, like, seem like, Odell's, Odell, mad, Odell's and mad and, and yeah. Baker Mayfield hates him and all this other stuff. But, I mean, with Nick Chubb going down and Kareem Hunt being able to fill that void, their offense is really good. Well, it changes. I feel like it changes their offense a lot because not only can Kareem Hunt run the ball, he's a big passing option. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the more it touches he's in, the more he's in. It's just something they no. have to worry about. And, and I, think, I think what's good to see, too, on, on the Browns' offense is Mayfield is not only finding Odell more now. Has to find Odell. Because they're not going to win games if they don't throw him the ball. But he's also hitting Landry. He's hitting Hooper. <coughs> he's hitting his other other receivers, which are helping him out. And their defense is playing good. I mean, I don't want to say their defense is playling like Miles Garrett. Definitely yeah. Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald are probably the best two defenders in the NFL. He's pretty good, man. Aaron Don- I mean, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, good. Yeah. yeah. He's a little crazy, but pretty good. I mean – Colts look bad though. <laughs> Philip Rivers threw two big interceptions. They had absolutely yeah. no yeah, running game no whatsoever. Their defense is is good, but I think what's holding them back is their offensive play. Like I don't I don't see T. Y. Hilton at all this year. He's, He's old now. I don't know if that's what it is or Philip Rivers. I don't know, but 
It's, it's just, just not the Colts are disappointing out. to me. I thought they were going to be a lot better this year, especially with that defense. Got one of the best linebackers in football, Leonard. Yeah. yeah. He's really, really good. He's just tackling machine. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so moving on to a pretty big upset on Sunday's games. Uh, Chiefs Raiders. Raiders went on to win that game 40-32 to against the Chiefs. Big game for Henry Ruggs, the rookie wide receiver out of Alabama for the Raiders. He had two catches for 115 yards and a touchdown. That's, That's like, like that reminds me of some like Randy Moss stat. Two catches? Two catches. Two catches for 116 yards. yards. So what was it, like a 60 and a 50? Yeah. yeah. He, uh, no, one was a 70 and another one was like a 50-something or 60-something yarder. I mean, it's just incredible. But Chiefs defense looked absolutely horrific. They could not stop. Derek Carr and Derek Carr normally struggles against the Chiefs and, and especially on the road in Arrowhead. I mean, he he looked way better and Josh Jacobs even got a touchdown. He got finally going after been being pretty shaky, but I mean, I think I think that was a statement win for the Raiders. They they have been competitive in all four games, I think, but for them to actually finally do it against the Chiefs, you know, fluke. I think so. I think it's a fluke. Yeah, the Chiefs played bad. They've played bad two weeks in a row. Yeah, but the Raiders Cam, are good, though. If Cam Newton plays against the Chiefs two weeks last, last week, two week weeks ago, yeah. they lose two straight. No, they I just, agree. They're not playing well right now. Right. And they're getting bailed uh, out. No, yeah. I mean, I agree. I don't think the Chiefs like are playing. They're going to figure it out. I mean, they got the best right. well, top three quarterback. I won't say the best because I have a lot of respect for Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. I think they're two. Top yeah, but Mahomes is up there. Yeah, Mahomes is definitely up there. Can't forget Brady, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really like the Raiders. AFC's tough this year, man. You got you're gonna have the Patriots I in it. You're gonna I have the the Bills. I think the Raiders are gonna shock you though. You think so? I think so. I think what they have going on with John Gruden right now, they're they're all in on him, bro. He is a good coach. I wouldn't he, I would like him as a coach, I would say. He is he has I mean, granted like people forget. He traded away Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper. People forget. Yeah, and now he's still starting to get these draft picks. And huh? now he's and now he's over here drafting the guys he wants. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think the Raiders are. I think their ceiling is playoffs. Maybe win one game in the playoffs. But I think. Wait, I said Chiefs. Oh, I don't know what I said, but I meant to say Raiders. I think they, their ceiling is making it to a playoffs and winning at least a game. But. Chiefs didn't look good. Patrick Mahomes looked like he was trying to do too much, and it just came came up and bit him in the butt. I don't think that there was enough time for them to win. Yeah. But moving, moving on, on now. So briefly, we'll talk about the late game last night. Oh, oh right. right. Vikings Seahawks. Vikings Seahawks. Russell Wilson did it again, man. Another comeback They should have lost. They should have, could have, would have, but he got the dub. It's a win at the end of the day. That's big for – I mean, I don't think home field matters this year, but – Division winners, I think, matters, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least I'd rather, even if it was no fans, I'd rather play in my own field than someone else's field. Right. So, um, break down the game. Beginning, Vikings were all over, the, all over the place on offense and defense. Russell Wilson was just dead in the water. He, he um, didn't really look like him, his normal self. They didn't really have anything really going on offense and – their defense was giving up points to uh, Vikings team that's led by Kirk Cousins and Gross. Uh, how I feel about Kirk Cousins is he is an overpaid quarterback who is in a situation where if he doesn't 
make it to the Super Bowl or playoffs, the Vikings suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm pretty sure this is the last year of his contract. Good for them. He only got a three-year, $85 million deal. Talk about robbery. But anyways, um, Dalvin Cook goes down in this game as well, which is a pretty big loss for them. But I think what was really important in this game came came towards the end, and it was when the Vikings had a lead. They were up by almost a touchdown, and they're inside the Seattle 15-yard line, and they they take a gamble for some stupid reason where they could have just kicked the field goal. It was fourth down. They could have just kicked the field goal and went up by eight or, but I mean, not or, but instead they go for it. And what happens? They get stuffed. And what does Russell Wilson do? He takes their team 94 yards down the field and freaking scores a touchdown to win the game. Like, like Russell Wilson does. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the coach Mike Zimmerman was doing on the Vikings thinking that your your defense is I mean your your offense is going to get this fourth down. I mean it it became so much of an analytic l- analytical game that they they took the coaching out of it. That that's how I saw it. I don't really think that that was a really smart coaching decision because any any anybody who wasn't looking at the numbers would have kicked the field goal and let their defense play defense for for a minute and a half but instead Russell Wilson got the win yeah the MVP man I mean I think he's he's up there right now but Metcalf had a big reception late in the game to drive them down the field and yeah now Seahawks are five and oh looking at one of the best teams in the NFC if not I mean I think the Packers who are on a bye this week are the best team in the NFL right now. I think their defense is slightly better than the Seahawks. And I think what Aaron Rodgers is doing on offense right now without Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, he is just on another level. He's playing pissed off right now. Yeah. I mean, and their running game is crazy. Aaron Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, those two guys right now are probably the best duo in the game. And they got our local New London boy, A.J. Dillon. Yeah, shout, shout out to out him. AJ. Yeah, big shout out to him. But okay, so we wanted to leave our team the well, we wanted to leave the Giants Cowboy game last week. What, what Man, do you think? what, what do you a hard game to watch. If it wasn't the penalties killing us and then Dak Prescott right. ankle getting destroyed. It was yeah. just a you hate to see very that. gross games in the literal sense and in the high, in the figure of speech sense. It was a Hard game to watch. Giants lose 37 34 on a late game field goal. You know, I mean, watching, I, I wasn't able to watch most of the game because I was on a, in the car ride. I was listening on the radio, but I uh, I caught the last two minutes of the game when Andy Dalton and the Cowboys are on the field. Andy Dalton. You heard that right. Andy Dalton. And I'm thinking to myself, they're going to lose here again. I've seen this way too many times over the past like eight, eight years now where. The other team is on the field, less than two minutes to go, and they drive down the field and kick the game-winning field goal. It's like, it's like you can't make it up because it's happened so many times that you just, you just have to deal with it. I will say on that last drive, you probably didn't see it because you were in the car listening to it on the radio. There was an offensive holding, blown call, blatant offensive holding call that let them drive down yeah, the field I thought on one of those big passing plays. It was literally on one of those plays. It was such oh, such a horrible thing. 
I thought the referees but, uh, didn't do the greatest job, especially yeah. On they the seem this year area. to the memo on the league is uh, to let the players play. I mean, the penalties are cut down by almost more than half this year in almost every penalty category. So I think the but I think the NFL told them this year we don't want you dictating the play as much of the games because of the short season. They kind of knew it was going to be sloppy. No preseason, no training camp, no OTAs. So. So, what I want to talk about as well is kind of how it's how the game started. I mean, the Giants for, hold them hold them to a field goal, right? Then they come back on offense score. and they they Go score seven three, score. and you know that was great to see because I know the I know the Cowboys suck. I know that they aren't really as good of a team as they have been hyped up to be. But they've been better than us the last five years. <laughs> and that's good to see. I don't remember <laughs> the last time we honestly beat the Cowboys. Honestly. Yeah, it's been a while. But so they score, and then on defense they get a pick six, and now you're up 17-3. And now I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because I know that our defense can give up – Two touchdowns like that. And what do you know? They give up two touchdowns. Well, they gave up one. The second one was Daniel Jones' fumble return for a touchdown. Yeah. So they gave up one touchdown. Daniel Jones fumbling. Went down the field, fumbled, scored for a touchdown that next possession. So they scored 14 points in under five minutes. I don't think think Daniel Jones has had a game this season, or in his entire career, actually, where he hasn't had a turnover. The man is turning the ball over at a crazy rate. I think the only game is was the Tampa game. game Tampa <laughs> yeah, game and that was one. week four last year. I That's so many that games ago. His only game, but yeah, he has like eight, nineteen turnovers in eighteen games, something like that. I mean, I don't know, bro. I I guess I guess I have to ask, what do you think about Jones? I mean, is he the guy or? It's I mean, it's hard to judge, man. He don't got no time. He's getting crushed in two and a half, three seconds every time. No Saquon Barkley changes everything. That whole offense is going to be built around just turning around handing the ball. I, g- I know it didn't get started. Right. They played bad the first couple of games running the ball, but just I guess the option not being there hurts him a lot in his development. I feel like he's all right. He's, I feel like he's only going to be as good as the talent that's around him. I feel like this year, obviously, it's going to probably be a wash. We're going to have another top three pick again. If they're not, if they're going to go in another direction, fine. He hasn't but thrown a not, touchdown. All he hasn't thrown a touchdown in like three games. If not, they have to draft the best offensive lineman available. If they're going to keep Jones, and that's what they're going to do, they have to with their first pick. But I mean, come on, like. Thomas, I don't think Thomas is that bad. I feel like he's getting a bad rep rep because the O-line is so bad. I think he's better than what Solder would have been. I feel like it hurts to not have Solder as well because Solder's at least a big step up from Cameron Fleming, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree with you. I mean, I think the only thing – It's tough. The O-line stinks. The offense stinks. Surprisingly, going into the game – Defense is ranked fifth in the league. I don't know how we haven't been yeah, able to I stop think anybody. I think, but I think transitioning to the defense now. I think, I mean, they gave up 37 points. That's not great, but compared to how they have been in the past couple of years, they look like a well-coached defense. Like it doesn't look like no one seems they, lost. Out yeah, there. They it seem doesn't like they look. Know their assignments. Right, they know where they're right. supposed to be. Like yeah, they might not be the most talented. 
but they know what they're supposed to yeah. do. And I Hopefully think w- with experience, talent, and level. But, I mean, I think, I mean, they did give up some of the most points they have all year. But I think they can extend it. Yeah, no, I agree. Compared they to last year. Pass rush, we probably have more sacks than we had all last year this year. We can break into the quarterback a little bit more. Speaking of pass rush, the Giants lost one of their linebackers. Uh, Lorenzo Carter. Lorenzo Carter. Ruptured Achilles. I didn't even see the play, which was weird. I didn't it happened early on in the game. Yeah, I didn't see it. I guess they had to cart him off. And uh, speaking of carting off, Dak Prescott had a gruesome injury last night. He was a quarterback draw to the left side. Yeah, that that just it was an awkward tackle. By Logan Ryan, he kind of fell on his leg, and the way his leg was, it yeah, that was, was gross. gross. It was gross. It looked know. like I mean I don't re- really want to talk about it too much because it's just nasty. But his foot was looking in a whole different direction than his leg was, and I just really gotta say, <laughs> I, feel, I feel so bad for Dak. Big contract year. Right, that's another thing. He was supposed to get paid this year, and you'd hate to see him lose out on his money like that, especially because he was a late. Well, yeah, and draft pick, so you know he's not getting paid what he deserves. Yeah, he's uh, and, uh he definitely should be. I mean, okay, so he, here's what I think about that with Dak Prescott and the whole paying situation. He's definitely not going to get that deal that he thought oh, he was going to get. Now. But, but he is going to get the franchise tag next year again. And they'll probably be like close to thirty, thir- over thirty million, again. Just to and see what he's made of. And just it's gonna be another prove it year. I mean, I know that that sounds stupid, but like, the way that the Cowboys have treated this guy is kind of like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it doesn't it doesn't make sense. He has proven himself since he came into the league that he is a top tier quarterback. Yeah. He's. I mean, I understand that playoff record the Cowboys have been atrocious. Like, they're a great regular season team, and they haven't won a playoff game in a long-ass time. But he has done everything else that you could ask for in a quarterback, and he is surrounded by so many weapons. And the Cowboys would be stupid to let him go. But from a Giants perspective, I hope they let him go. I hope they do. I hope Andy Dalton's the quarterback next year. Yeah, I mean, I don't like the Cowboys. No, and they don't like the Giants. So let me ask you this. Right now, the Giants are on five and the and Cowboys are in first place at two and three. What a who's winning the division? Who do you think? After Dak gets hurt. Yeah, who's winning? Eagles? I think Philly. Wow. Yeah, I think Philly will get it done. I don't they gotta they got enough on defense to cause problems. I mean the offense is shaky. I think Dallas still wins it with Andy Dalton. You think Dalton does it? Yeah, yeah I, I, Dalton I finally breaks the ice and it's not Well, okay, so it's not him, it's the Bengals being crappy. Yeah, yeah I think and Andy Dalton isn't a bad quarterback yeah, in my in my opinion. A, he's not a very good anyway. Yeah, but I mean the <laughs> guy the guy <laughs> the guys around him are good. He's got a elite running back. Well, yeah, I, I mean a shit. Yeah, but he didn't have the oh, weapons man, he has, yeah, bro. Yeah. He's got he's got CD Lamb, he's got Mari Cooper, Michael Gallup. He's got options. And, he and, and now he's gonna be, he now he knows he's the guy. He knows it's gonna be him on offense, but that's kinda where I'm at. Can't but wait I to play him again though, that's for sure. And a whole game where it's yeah, where we're prepared I don't think, for him. I don't think the Giants are gonna win any other games other than a division game. 
Honestly, I don't think they're gonna beat anybody. So hard. Other than their division, like ma- they play the Redskins next week, I'd be I'd be surprised if they win. They better win, bro. I'd That's be surprised this week, though. So I'm not gonna have any faith in that one at all. So last thing I want to say about Daniel Jones, because I kind of didn't really get to talk about it, but I have hope for him. I think he's, I think the Giants are invested in him, and I think he's the guy for the team. But in order for the fans to like him more. This is just for the fans' sake. He's got to show more improvement on his ability to keep the ball, not turn it over, and be able to lead the offense down the field and score some freaking points. Because no touchdowns throwing in over how many games now is not acceptable, especially for any quarterback. But he scored 34 points and he didn't throw yeah, a touchdown. Yeah, and he didn't throw a touchdown. I mean, that's that's not great. But at the same time, you, you, can't, you can't be upset at it. I, I think – He's he's learning still. I think I think they can't give up on him yet, and I don't think they're I going they to. Won't, but we'll I see. like him. I like I him get a lot. Rid of Gettleman, that's for sure. I don't like Gettleman. But the thing that stinks about that is if they get rid of Gettleman, they'll probably want to get rid of Judge because they'll probably want to bring in the same coach. But we'll see about that with Kenny Stills and another guy. I mean, yeah, Gettleman's here strictly because of Daniel Jones. Yeah. If Daniel Jones shits the bed, if Daniel Jones keeps going down the course he's going on right now and he doesn't turn it around. Gettleman's gone. No no, no shot. I mean, I don't think you can kind of pull the plug on Judge just yet because it's his first season. You know what I mean? But anything else you want to talk about? I think we've covered everything with sports. Yeah, I mean, I mean with the NFL. Yeah. So we're going to try to do this once a week on Mondays, Monday nights. Hope that that will be the plan. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to be able to talk about the Monday night games that are going on in football right now. So we'll catch up on that and the next episode. So tonight you've got the Chargers and the Saints going on as well as tomorrow. There's football on tomorrow, which is weird. But with COVID going on, guys are getting it. So they flexed uh, Bills and Titans are playing tomorrow. And there's no Thursday night game. And the other the, – actually, I, what I wanted to talk about too, they canceled the Patriots and the Broncos game. Yeah, I had to bench Melvin Gordon on my fantasy team because of it. So I had to scramble. <laughs> <laughs> so that stunk, but yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this is our first episode of the Bonilla Roundup. and We hope you enjoyed it. And yeah. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Um, thank you for tuning in, and you guys have a good night.